Season's Greetings from Big Bad Beetle Bros. joke we're like danny gets paid for his voice we should get paid for our voices <laughs> and, I, and so my joke is always i'm like oh i get paid for mine he's like how much i'm like 12 cents <laughs> he's like really i'm like no i don't even get the 12 cents <laughs> dude I was, on the way home i was uh listening to music and one of the things i like to do is i try using my different voices to sing whatever song kermit the frog he can sing anything um, that's easy uh, Hugh Neutron's kind of hard because he has so many weird inflections. Yeah. Um, but what was it? I did it as someone gravelly. It wasn't Typhus. Fuck. I just had it. I don't know. It, it, I did it and I did it the wrong way. You're supposed to do oh. gravelly voices. And so it like. Never had a little. Yeah. And with that. Howdy ho. <laughs> We're alive. I'm alive. Yeah. Mostly. Uh, I'm Cam. I'm Nick. I'm Ryan. And we're the Big Bad Beetle Bros. Welcome to our special Christmas episode for 2020. Hey. Jingle bells, jingle bells. This is the last one y'all get this year, hey. though. <laughs> yeah, this is the uh, uh, probably the last episode for 2020. We might have one more. Is it going to upload? If you make me record tomorrow, I will resent you yeah, until upload we next die. Week. It should <laughs> this should go up right after Christmas. Okay. Because I had a wife who had COVID and we were quarantined in our new home that we moved into the exact time that she got COVID. By Panic at the Disco. Yes. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> Which uh, we listened to on the way here. <laughs> Cam chimed in with, haven't you people ever caught this goddamn virus? No. <laughs> so we're in our new uh, recording setup. Uh, we're in my... Yeah, it's swanky. In my, my new room that we'll be recording. Here I am in my garage. Here's my books. Uh, I, I never watched past it. Being Ty Lopez. <laughs> yeah. Here I am in my garage with my Ferrari again, or whatever the fuck. I think it was a Lambo, actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so we are set up for our Christmas episode. Uh, we're, I know we, we had to miss a week. Um, thank you guys for the well wishes, uh, for, for Katie and I both, and for understanding why we had to miss. But, you know, shit happens. It's been a shit year, and we're mm-hmm. almost through it. Uh, in more ways than yeah. one. <laughs> because <laughs> everybody knows when that clock rolls over to 2021, all of our problems will be gone. What yep. is it, isn't it, what is it, uh, January 21st is when it actually all starts to change <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Every so slightly we get some change. I thought it was the 15th. Uh, is it the 15th? Is that inauguration? I thought it was the 20th. Oh, fuck. Maybe I'm off. It's mid-January's when yeah, we get some Yeah, true Americans. Yes, that is whenever inauguration day. Holy yes. land for America. God bless U.S. of A. Jara? Jaruru saver. Oh, no, no, no. Neither of us were right. It's the 20th. You were closer. Oh, I was, I was, I was within yeah. a day. Yeah, it's uh, the 20th. Kind of like your birthday and our... Arbor flag, flag day. day. Damn it. I knew it was... No, yeah. Arbor Day matters more than Flag Day. Yeah. You, <laughs> you might be wondering, days, except why don't they yeah. know when Inauguration Day is in their own country? It's probably because 
we don't want anything to do. We haven't had to pay attention <laughs> to this shit entire... our whole lives. Now we've been Processed. forced to examine everything yeah. into a microscope. Normally, yeah. there's never been the concern over whether or not Inauguration Day would happen. Right. No. <laughs> this is a new occurrence a in our lifetime. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so speaking of new occurrences... one nine times, and already they're like, isn't one yet. <laughs> sure. All right. We watched Santa with Muscles, the 1996 classic, which is which, so good, it's free on Voodoo. I'm sure that <laughs> nobody <laughs> needs reminding... I'm sorry, of- Tubi. And Voodoo, I think. Also, yes. <laughs> the first Suspiria is free on Tubi, and that True. movie is great. True. <laughs> Santa uh, Claus Conquers the Martians is also free yeah. on Tubi, and that's yeah. a movie. An even older and weirder movie. <laughs> Although, honestly, it's like it had a more of a plot. It. Yeah. Yeah. More it had an A, B, and C. This one is just, all right, we're going to get to A, B, and C, but there's going to be Ds and Fs and Qs <laughs> and Elemento Twos. <laughs> yeah, it, it was rough. We're going to do so, fucking calculus. Oh, yeah. uh, something that. to mention. Um... Executive co-producer Jordan fucking Belfort. Yeah, and for those yes, this movie stars <laughs> Hulk Hogan, but features a handful of actors who are so much higher above our list. So Don Stark. It just so happens uh, to be at the start of those careers while Hulk yes. Hogan had been wrestling for like Ed Begley 50 Jr. Some of them. I mean, some of them were Robin Curtis. Um, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Uh-huh. She's a child. Brenda Song. Brenda, Brenda Song. Song is in this. Really young. Uh, uh, like, like Garrett. We're watching this. Garrett Morris. Of, yes. Is yeah. He's also he. If you yeah. know him from Saturday Night Live and fame. Clint fucking Howard. Clint. The ice cream man is in this, and the fact that he's not. Oh, we'll get there's it. an ice cream we'll truck, and he. He's not driving it. It's rough. It pisses me off God. so much. So fans I, of eighties horror know what we're talking about, and everyone else is just like, "Who the fuck is Clint Howard?" <laughs> oh, the ugly uh, guy from Austin Powers. That's the, yeah. one. <laughs> the other one. Yeah, the twelfth uh, head. This movie is. I, I, I kind of expected movie. it to be like a. I don't, I don't know if this was a made-for-VHS or a made-for-TV movie. But it, it definitely well, there's has VHS posters, so it at least came out no, on no, VHS. No, at some no, no, no. It, it got a three. It got a three uh, theatrical release. I saw it. It got a two week theatrical <laughs> release. <laughs> yes, if you, if it was scroll, in July. If you scroll to the uh, to the release section of it, you'll see. Oh, I'm in, I'm in the wiki. I'm not in the IMDb. <laughs> Released on November 8th, 1996, this film garnered yeah. 120,932 in box office receipts during its opening weekend and grossed a total of $220,198 during its two-week two run. run. I told you. <laughs> As of December 2011, it was listed at number 62 on IMDb's bottom 100 movies. <laughs> mm. That is an accomplishment. That means, and I bet Wait. you, that within the bottom 100 movies, the Beetleborg <laughs> feature films are not in. Oh, no. Yeah. Bottom not even almost. <laughs> so <laughs> another no uh, interesting thing. John Murlowski directs with all of the enthusiasm of someone going through the motions to pay off a debt. <laughs> God. God. You're not wrong. This is after <laughs> Suburban Fuck. Commando, which I kept oh mentioning my God. Suburban Commando throughout. Uh-huh. Yeah, you did. Episode, it just, that's what it kept reminding me of mm-hmm. was Suburban Commando. And I was like, why does it feel like that throughout the whole damn thing? And it's because... 
that's what was coming out. Like, this is right after Suburban... I think Suburban Commando was 95, 94, maybe? Roughly. Not entirely sure. I, I can't remember. Like, it might it, be a little it was, bit. It was right before this, I know. And it's... Well, we struggled to even follow the basic plot uh, of this movie, and that's not a good sign. Chris Hicks, writing for the Dearest News, said that films such as Santa with Muscles makes films like Jingle All the Way look better and said that Hulk Hogan makes Arnold Schwarzenegger seem like Laurence Olivier. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's a deeply awful comedy, and believe me, it's even dumber than it sounds, said Mary Ann Johansson. God. Sorry, I, I didn't read all of those the first time. That's rough. It is. I know that we're starting with the re- with the reviews and the wiki and Wait, stuff. Wait, ranking? At the beginning. What was that? Uh... It was included in Atlantic City's list of worst holiday films, ranking third behind Santa Claus Conquers the Martians and Star Wars Holiday Special. It's behind (laughs) both of them. Yeah. Both of those, which I know Ryan and I, we've seen Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. If you guys haven't seen it, look it up on on Voodoo, or on uh, Tubi. Two kids use the power of friendship to, I don't know, exterminate and genocide. It's it's, it's a really, like, just fun, stupid movie to, like, get Yeah, it's black and white. Yeah. It's great. Um, Nick hasn't seen it yet. That maybe next year's film will decide. <laughs> yeah, when yeah. We get to it. God bless. I us mean, everyone. this entire show has basically just been showing me stuff I'm not fucking familiar <laughs> with in the slightest bit, and being like, "Hey." Oh, shit. Think about that. <laughs> when Golden Globe nominee Mila Kunis, who made her film debut, was asked about the film in 2011 by GQ, she said, I was too young to fully understand the importance of working with Hulk Hogan. I just thought he was this huge man. <laughs> While comparing the film American Psycho 2, in which she co-starred with William Shatner. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you go from co-starring to William, with William Shatner to co-starring with fucking Hulk Hogan. Okay, Wouldn't that so, be the other way around? Didn't she do this first and then? Because this was her first role, or was she? Oh yeah, she yeah. You're you're right. She co-starred with William Shatner. American Psycho two came out after this. Okay. Trim up the tree with Christmas stuff, like bingo balls and hoop hoop Trim up the tree with goo goo gums and bizzle beats and ones. We'll dive into the plot, but it's yeah. gonna be it hard did. because. I, <laughs> What there is none. Earlier, <laughs> you get halfway really through before anybody's motivations are even revealed. Anyone's identities are thoroughly revealed. Basically, no, you, yeah. You get no. some quick names in the beginning. And Media Res doesn't even begin to describe <laughs> where it starts. Um, it may as well have started mid-sentence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I it's like a reverse... Um, Pulp Fiction? No, no, no. <laughs> Sopranos. <laughs> oh. <laughs> God. So we we open on uh, (laughs) his name's Blake. His full name is Blake Thorne. We don't get. I don't think we ever hear his last name. His last name is not on the credits. No, it's not at the end of the film. No clue how the Wikipedia. A couple of the Asian characters have their last names. Yeah, it's really weird. Helen and Susan, and her name is Helen. And then there's Susan. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah, so so Blake Thorne, which I'm just now seeing Thorne, it, that is Hulk Hogan's character. And he is, when we open the film, he's in uh, like desert camo fatigues, although they don't really, they look like pajamas. They keep calling them they fatigues. They do, yeah. They're cheap, thin, 
material. They're not Whatever. from they, the army surplus store. They're from the Halloween would, city down the barely block. have increased the budget just to go to an actual right. surplus store and get fatigues. Right. Like, you can do that. Yeah, go back and get fatigues. Doesn't matter. Soldiers against misrepresentation yeah. actually sued them to make sure they were not I, I have family members who were in the military and their fatigues were all, like, so fucked up from years of service that they just were like, I liked them, though, but I can't. And then they went and bought fatigues yeah. from, like, a it's surplus store. Like, it's not, yeah. And, yeah, so he's in these weird, like, desert camo, but not desert camo fatigues. Uh, and I mean that by they're like hunting camo, but desert colors. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Um, we we see this now in the wiki, and you kind of get the you get that sense later in the film. He is a super conceited Scrooge type multimillionaire who made his living as a bodybuilder and then selling licensed supplements and like uh cereals even cereals like, stuff, like everything these boxes and stuff but with him on yeah but supplements and just, yeah. just like everything right. in between and yeah. uh which is like <laughs> roids for Hulk Hogan, roids and such our first introduction to him his we assume it's a, just his gardener or something. I don't know. He's going down. It looks like he's about to trim a flower <laughs> with a fucking machete. We don't even know that it's his gardener. He's just in the fatigues. Right. Up on oh, the yeah. Guy. It looks yeah. like he's uh, infiltrating some rich guy's it mansion. Is, it is a scene out of Hitman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bald man with a barcode on the back of his fucking head. <laughs> just all of a sudden stands up from being the gardener and turns into kill mode. <laughs> God. Yeah. Hogan is in these fatigues and he's creeping up on the the gardener and he's like leaning over some roses and then he gets real close to him and the guy leans up and he has a fucking machete which yeah. took all yep. three of us I think a double take to realize uh-huh. Uh-huh. literal machete oh no it was after he swung right and the yeah. noise that it made and I was like well that's not at all <laughs> the noise I thought you know a machete cleaving human flesh <laughs> would sound like and I've seen Machete. <laughs> <laughs> and he obviously misses, and then Hogan, like, flips him away or whatever. And then he, like, keeps moving up towards the, like, back patio of this. You forgot. You forgot his machine. little bit of wisdom. Oh, yeah. That he mm-hmm. instilled upon this gardener, to which he leans down over him and goes, Never stop to smell the roses. <laughs> and I, I said at that moment, Oh, I thought he was just giving shit to his gardener for cutting mm. the roses wrong. Right. And then it yeah. turns out it's literally just his gardener that he liked. And he just bodied him. <laughs> for yeah. no reason. All stepped on that man. Yeah, and it was right into yeah. the flower pot. Yeah. And he walked over him quite literally. And it's not just the gardener. The entire staff has been tasked with trying to maim this man. The chef. Oh. Runs up with the a, meat with tenderizer. A, the meat tenderizer, yeah. fucking hammer. Oh thing. my god, he's gonna fucking club him in the head. And <laughs> like, looks like he's about to kill him. Yeah, Hogan, it's about Hogan to turn like, into hostile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hogan like gets on with the gardener guy, leans up and waits for the chef to run at him, and then does like a judo move and flips him over mm-hmm. and you know kicks him somewhere. And then it's like I don't know, it's just another manservant guy. I think he's like the chauffeur. Yeah, he's, he's got like kind of a chauffeur hat on, and he runs over. But it's the the fight choreography feels weird because Hogan well, is standing still, and this and guy starts doing fake him. kung fu moves. I it, one of them does. Yeah, one of them is like. It's such a weird, like, stereotypical kung fu guy. I swear to God, they stole the crane stance from Karate Kid at least three times in this movie. Oh, for sure. It happens in the finale fight. Yeah, for sure. It happens in in this opening fight. And then 
Then a guy, I don't know if it's the same gardener or if it was a different guy, runs up with a fucking chainsaw. <laughs> oh, no, it was a weed whacker. It was a weed whacker. It was a weed It was a weed whacker. I couldn't, like, Hogan's fucking... No, because I, I didn't say it at the time yeah. while we were watching it, but I thought about it, and then I got distracted. I think I had to go to the bathroom or something. But we, we were watching, and he came up with a weed whacker, and he went, Wah! and I was like, even if he stops this, that is going to fuck up his well, hands. What he does to parry this is he grabs a silver serving tray. His fingers take up half yeah. of the other side of it, and he's like, oh, which is, which is, right, blocking it. The chef was like frisbeeing serving trays oh, at yeah. an attack, and that's how he caught he one of them. snatched it. Mm. And it was like, it's like, one, Wink snatched. that's not an attack, and two, if Rogan he can throws just catch a plate. A <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. It was such a weird scene. And then all of the, we get to the point where all of these staff members have come around him with their various weapons and are about to like, just fucking gack him into oblivion. <laughs> They've got him cornered. Yeah. And by cornered, I mean completely 100% encircled. Yeah. <laughs> and they've all got their whatever variety of weapon. All and up to he, his neck too. He calls time. He goes time. And, and starts complaining about how that wasn't even a workout they nearly murdered. They could have easily well, murdered. Well, I don't know. Him. Judging from some of the evidence we see later on, he's got to be one tough motherfucker because things that would make other people explode. He's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, we'll get to that. It's so so, so it's dumb. Weird. But yeah, so there's a reason this movie has its place in the yeah. t- in the lowest Jeez, 100. In the lowest 100. We didn't even did we even know that this was the lowest 100? No, no just I now. No, I was about no to idea. say I was like I had no idea. I, I didn't know what. Okay, was like, we just looked for Christmas movies that came out in '96, and this popped up, and we we're like, we have to. Mm-hmm. And like, it's totally coincidental. It's not a Saban production or anything. It feels like it should. It's be. a Belfort it production. <laughs> it's yeah. and that's it's good enough lit- in my book. <laughs> God, I can't go. We watched Men in White, and I think that was a higher production than this film. It had more effort put into it It for sure. You were high budget. People actually, like that was one of the ones where you could tell it's not good, but like the people that made it, a lot of them thought it it was going to be their break. The one benefit this might have over Men in White is Men in White was probably non-union. Oh yeah. And I bet this was union, and I bet it cost them a bit more money, and they had to like have insurance. Yeah, probably. (laughs) But. Yeah, so uh, this is kind of the point where I think the film wants us to learn who Blake is. And, like, they walk over and he's got his cereal and his... It's a table full of product. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I think... So up to this point, I'm still asking who the fuck is this and why is this happening? Right. And I think the intention was, oh, like, this is where we reveal... Because he says a couple things about, oh, my product or whatever. Mm-hmm. That was that did not feel normal to me. It didn't feel natural, A. <laughs> he says, oh, yeah, you got to bap into a blim blim. <laughs> it just, it felt so, like, not just unnatural, because Hulk Hogan's acting always feels unnatural, and no matter what he's in. So if you can call it film. acting. Right. Suburban He's saying words in front of a camera. <laughs> Sub- Suburban Commando is a fun movie. I think he did better in that than he did in this significantly. He did better. And I think it's because in of fucking Rocky. Doc. Well, I think it's because of fucking isn't Doc Brown in Suburban Commando? I don't know. I don't, I've just been kind of playing along with you guys. I don't think I've actually seen that movie now. <laughs> Nick, you've seen Suburban Commando, right? 
Uh, once, a long, long time ago, when I was much, much younger. Long, long time <laughs> I ago. don't remember a ton. So Urban Commando came out in 91. And, uh, yes, it came out in 1991, and Hulk Hogan stars uh, next to Christopher Lloyd. Huh. The Undertaker's in it, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Does he throw mankind off hell in a cell? <laughs> <laughs> Laura Mooney's in it, too. I didn't know that. Oh. But, yeah, Christopher Lloyd is the, like... Um, the, I think the dad that the that uh, that Hulk Hogan's character uh, takes in like yeah I think so falling in with um, and living with uh, that's a better movie and it's one hundred percent because of Christopher Lloyd uh, like one hundred percent unforgivably because of Christopher also, Lloyd also look at this man's suit <laughs> like he had an outfit yeah, uh, it was more than just guys, a Santa outfit it was a fucking <laughs> outfit yeah, if you guys it's from Demolition it, Man yeah. basically like so it's Urban Commando up. had like a budget and I don't know if it was a different production company I don't know what happened with it, it and, they both were definitely films and I asked this probably halfway through af- of whether you guys thought this movie was made with Hogan in mind mm-hmm. or just that they needed a celebrity who wasn't an actor like could this movie mm-hmm. have been made with Shaq Right. And I think it could have been made with Shaq. If I remember correctly, while I was looking uh, at some of the tertiary information about this, um, I did see something about it ended up on uh, like a 100 worst uh, like gimmicky things for wrestling too. Yeah. Like the wrestling community got like pissed off that he made this because they were like, this is shit. This makes the Hulkster look weak. <laughs> like, okay, of all of the things this movie does, it doesn't make him look weak. It makes him look yeah. freakishly strong. It, it makes him look bad as an actor. Superhuman. Yeah, performer. Yes. Yeah. It does not make him look weak as a human. He is like, 100% <laughs> budget Sam Elliott for yep. this yeah. movie. It's That's exactly what he looks like because he has his hair clipped down. Like, he has his hair cut. So it's well, just he, like, yeah, he was already it's like not his usual Hulkamania hair. Like it's, he legit looks like Sam. Yeah, he <laughs> like talks a like lot a, like him. Like yes. his, his best lines would better have been given by Sam Elliott. Yeah, well, and well, to be fair, any the entire movie, I would watch Sam Elliott dub every single line in this movie. One hundred percent. I pay money pay now, so like current Sam Elliott. Right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we, I think we actually uh, not. I know we're going to backtrack, but I think we actually open on the movie of an orphan girl in a in a. Oh, that was window, the first scene, yeah. Uh, yeah. Talking about, like, she's reading out her letter to Santa. Dear Santa, I really want all the other kids to stop killing all my pets. It would be nice if someone would adopt me so I wouldn't be so bullied. But oh well, everybody hates me, I guess. Anyway, if you could just make it so I didn't have to die... Jesus. And then it just starts playing that Jay-Z version of a hard knock life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard knock life! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's literally this It's this little girl um, who sadly is neither Mila Kunis or Brenda Song. Although it, she looks vaguely is, familiar. She does. She looks like generic I, blonde actress. She, I was yeah. about to say she... She looks like the little girl from Poltergeist. Oh, yeah, that bit. is who yeah. a little bit. Do you think it's the same girl uh, <laughs> 20 oh, years man. later? I thought it was like 10. The 70s. Yeah, it looks like she was Ducky. Was Poltergeist in the 70s movie? I thought it was 80s. Looks like she was Ducky oh. in Land Before Time. Oh, that's that girl? Yeah. Judith. No! Judith Barcy? 
Yeah. Oh, no, she no, it's died. Not, it's not Judith. No, not Judith. That's not okay. It's, it's uh, Arian. Arian. Okay. Noel as soon as I saw the name, I was like, "No, it's okay. <gasps> it's okay. It's not the her." The TV series, not the film. Sorry, Land, no, the Land Before yeah. Time TV series. There was a TV series. Where the, the fuck there was I? A lot of Land Before Wait, time. who did she play in it? Ducky. Ducky. Oh, okay then. Well, yeah. Shit. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's where the. Oh wait, so and like, she was the corn chip girl in Reese. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I love corn chip girl. Oh, yeah. I, I had, for the longest time, had an unhealthy obsession with Fritos. Oh, for what? So, no, I can't make yeah. that joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that's who she is. So maybe, Damn, maybe, okay, that's, maybe we recognize her voice and not her uh, Spielberg face. Movie. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Um, oh, well, I guess. So, yeah. Josh so we open Spielberg on her reading off so. her, uh, and her no, character's no, name is Elizabeth. <laughs> and she's reading off a... Uh, Christmas list. Fun fact: Last names aren't a thing in characters in this movie. That's but she else. says hers at, at the end of the she letter, says right? Says it, but it's never credited anywhere. No. And that to me, like, screams low budget. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know. Like, we get last names. In the writer, the writer, the quote-unquote writer, was seventeen rhesus monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> In a, in a, yeah. All right, we will take that up with the executives. In a, pri in a primate research de like detention center in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, like, these are criminal monkeys. <laughs> yeah. Well, did you see them steal shit off those videos? I saw the hangover part, too. <laughs> oh! Tell that monkey to quit touching my shit! <laughs> That's my Dude, I love Chow. Uh, <laughs> We kind of like good community. We go right from uh, Hulk Hogan being a horrible, horrible employer, and all of the staff saying he did super well in this man quote unquote training exercise. This movie was doing yeah. rich people bad for a long time. Before. Yeah, <laughs> and then he, they're just sucking his dick. He says like, "You guys are just like pining for a Christmas bonus." Yeah, well, yeah, you're, you're sucking. And he walks away, and we're like, "Okay, he's the Scrooge character. Uh -huh. He's gonna change his mind." By you the guys end are pining for the kids. fjords, <laughs> <laughs> and he immediately Skyrim belongs to the Nords. <laughs> he has. Oh, these, sorry, I didn't quite hear you. <laughs> he has this like list of rules. He keeps telling Chaz. Yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, how that, many does that make it? Like three hundred and fifty-four. All right, make this three hundred and fifty-five. Yeah, and it's like. Um, one the of set them, of rules he has right, about which, life, which yeah. we get no other context of. He never brings them up again. No, it's not something that they no, catch like up with he at the end. Kinda says more of them at one point. Well, well and so he he no he like quizzes them. Yeah, he's like, in what's rule ninety one? Yeah, what's with like in? I'm, yeah. I can't. Yeah, fucking what's 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 rule ninety one? And uh, he says uh, like, if the river runs red, take the dirt road home. <laughs> <laughs> it's shit like that though. Like it, it really, really is. is. It's just little sayings. But if she's like, your cousin, she's fit for loving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my parents got married in Arkansas. I still got a little bit of <laughs> <laughs> in me. Okay. Uh, hey. And so he goes from this. They say, uh, "Hey, you got a business meeting is here, uh, or business a business appointment." Hey, you got a, hey uh, that guy a uh, business meeting? Yeah, he's yeah. here. He <laughs> makes a new rule: uh, never put business, never mix business with pleasure. Yeah, yeah. which is like the oldest fucking a movie line I've ever heard. Yeah, he's literally like taking 40s. a book of standard everyday 40s, quotes. Dude, that was like a. 
like you're like the talkies like the 30s that was even like 10 years older than that shit. yeah she you know you yeah, only she, you, you know, never miss business, business and pleasure, pleasure. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. the prohibition you know we we don't want to drink the stuff we just want to supply it <laughs> they were totally shit-faced everyone was all the time you had to the, the funny thing was sport. during prohibition, <laughs> owning alcohol or drinking it was not illegal the sale and production was yep Oddly enough. Which is why uh, Kansas City never went dry. True. Ever not once during the entire thing. Kansas City technically never had programs. Well, a ton thank you, uh, of bars oh, and speakeasies. Like, oh, there was a... They said it's an important date. part of our history. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. about the, uh, the, the... There's a mural Union, of them. The Union Station Massacre one? No, not that one. No? That's... No. Uh, um... Because that was also prohibition. That Slippery them. Joe Hodcock. That's what it was. Oh. <laughs> I'm just getting Nicholas Savella stuff, which was our like Italian mafia connection in KC. Oh yeah, and he's not the I guy I'm thinking that. of. But he was in. Well, <laughs> you gotta see. You gotta get through um, the Italian ones. You gotta get through the casino ones. You gotta get through. <laughs> our city has a long storied criminal history. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, it all started it's back when the Osage would make great voyages to uh, <laughs> rob the uh, townies. <laughs> uh, and then Ben Affleck would get pissed, and then in his Boston accent, he'd be like, "We gotta rob a bank." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the so town—that's Sly Jones. That was his name. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Sly Jones. It was Motherfucker Jones. All right, you forget. It was Jamie Fox. He was here in the 40s. <laughs> That's the one. Fuck, what is it, though? You got me wondering. I, I know, know right? Shit. Find it. Griffin, pause the podcast. I'm going to yeah. find it. Actually, I'm going right. to pause real quick because I really want to find it. And then Ryan needs to take a bathroom break, I think. But I just want to throw this. Tom Pendergast. Tom Pendergast is the name that we were trying to think of. That is the one he was... 14 a, years we waited for the answer! <laughs> Technically not a gangster, but he hung out with gangsters, and he was a, he was a KC... Um, Adjacent. Like he PTR didn't exactly it's uh, like the Irish say man. no to all Can't of the crime that allowed us... Because you're not Italian, but you're close. He, he hung out with Al Capone in speakeasies in KC, so... <laughs> I mean, so did I, fuck. <laughs> I wish I did. Right. <laughs> My dad was in a bar in the... 70s whenever whatever local crime family came in and everyone was like hey don't don't fucking look at them <laughs> yep so we're okay with this nope. movie we're, we're gonna kind of like my friend used to play through. cars with them in vegas <laughs> until they were like all right look down and just don't fucking say anything until <laughs> that's uh, right we're gangster we're the kc natives wait 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 we're gonna kind of skip like yeah it's quick on this it's kind of late <laughs> well and and like there's just not a lot that... There's a lot that happens, but none of it makes any sense. They're bullet matter. points. Yeah. No, so it's... You You yeah. won't understand the the timeline any more than we did, and yeah. we watched it. So, apparently, yeah. this business meeting he was bitching about is actually... It was a paintball match, and he goes out, and there's all these guys in pink bandanas waiting in his front yard. Yeah. You thought that he was going to be playing, like, with his team, like, his crew that it, just tried to beat the shit out of yeah, him? But nope. No. no. Random, random cholos from uh, the Bloods. They were yeah. red bandanas, right? They were, they were red bandanas. Yeah. yeah, so the Bloods really, come up to pink, play yeah. some paintball yeah. <laughs> with the local millionaire. So they hop in fucking Humvees, and then he... It, it bugged me a little bit because... Go off, King. Scene, he grabs the paintball gun and looks down it, and the, the like, the, uh, the... 
filling cap. Filling cap. Because he had just filled it up. Open, yeah. And if you fire a paintball gun with that left open, they will fire there, back at you. There's like, what's yeah. that? Uh, my dad, and my uncle could tell you that they used to freeze them and shoot each other in the backyard yeah. like the animals. If they're they frozen, were. they're really fucking <laughs> hit you. If you I mean, if them. you had a childhood, you froze paintballs and shot each other. My dad used. I to did show not me have a child. Polaroids from I the, uh, the mid '80s. Because my cousins, because they had childhoods. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to go through that, but my dad did show me some Polaroids my grandma took back in the fucking day of them at like <laughs> the bruises. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my dad, uh, my dad and his uh, brother ribs. would absolutely just peg each other with the frozen. Oh my! Yeah, I've seen dude. some just, <laughs> just giant like it almost looked like tumors. Like they're so God. big, they yeah, were just welts. It atrocious. was bad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he they're gonna go out, and we assumed they were going out to a paintball field or court or whatever you call them. No, uh, no, they're in the, just the they're driving by fucking. <laughs> Shooting at each other from Humvees and motorcycles, yeah. and then the fucking. And sheriff. all I can ask is, where did why did we not get ATV off-road fury paintball? <laughs> that would have been the best PS2 game to ever come out. Period. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get Sheriff Deputy Hinkley, who is Clint Howard, uh, hanging out, and he sees them all driving. For those of you uninitiated, <laughs> it's. Bryce Dallas Howard's uncle. <laughs> also known, maybe, to some as Ron Howard's brother. But, like, who, Ron who the Howard? fuck? Who, who knows Ron Howard? Who's Ron Howard? I've heard of the other two. Who the fuck's Ron Howard? Hold on. Oh, wait. Wait, yeah, no. He was on that old show, uh, Petticoat Junction, right? That's the one. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. That's it. He was the, it. the owner of the whorehouse. Or, wait, uh... I'm mixing up shows. Yeah, horse house. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was his brother. He was the horse. <laughs> so he's hanging out making like pew pew noises with his uh, he made the his radar gun, pretending it's a fucking yeah. laser blaster. Yeah. And uh, all this, this he, motorcade. He apparently uh, directed some movie called uh, what is it? Apollo One Three, I guess. I don't know. The the fuck is that? Is that like, like about right. horticulture? Uh, Sounds lame. It doesn't even sound real. Oh, no. It's no. about those guys that fake the moon landing. Mm. You know, Tom Hanks and Kevin Bacon. And, 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 uh, uh, Bill Paxstone. And, and, uh, Ed Harry. Uh, Gary uh, Sunny. Who did 2001 Space Odyssey? Stop saying names. <laughs> uh, he was approached, uh, because he got so accurate with the space stuff. They were like, all right, how the fuck do you know what all this space shit looks like? <laughs> and so Kubrick. Um, Kubrick. Okay. Uh, and Kubrick. Because <laughs> he's the one credited for I thought you filming were... the fake moon landing <laughs> half the time. I don't know all yeah, the conspiracy theories. You guys, believe, you, guys yeah. believe, you guys believe in the moon. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Uh, all of a sudden, we just take like a hard swerve into like QAnon shit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> We just yep. become the worst of humanity. <laughs> Our network has taken us. Please help. <laughs> Shots fired, dude. I don't care. Stop being Nazi pieces of shit. Like, support <laughs> democracy. Don't be a terrible person. It's not that fucking hard. Right? TV's on board. Yeah. Everybody else, jump on. Right. Get on. Choo-choo! All aboard the right side of history train. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're all playing paintball. And fucking... As soon as I shook my foot, I was just like... Uh, no. They're not even <laughs> playing it. They, they're all <laughs> shooting. At some the, of them shooting are on at the sheriff. Aren't some of them on ATVs yeah, too? ATVs and motorbikes. The, the no, fucking. No, no, it's, oh yeah, no, 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 you're right. They take a jump and like skirt 
You know, they, they just gotta get a little bit of skirt, skirt! <laughs> no, they like jump. It's <laughs> because of the echo. We don't normally have this in closed nope. space. We need to put up some foam padding I'm, for sure. I got them. They're coming in tomorrow. Cool. Uh, but yeah, they, they they do some sick lands and hops off of uh, the hood of a cop car, as smart people do. It's rough. No. It's weird. No, you're not. <laughs> it, it's weird that uh, the, the motorcade of, of white guys with paintball guns is treated as literally, they, they, like, Hinkley says they're terrorists. Yeah, multiple times throughout yeah, the movie. Terrorists. Constantly, throughout the entire film. I mean, he's... He's wrong. He, he's basically <laughs> playing Dick Cheney. A little bit. There's <laughs> error. Um, so they go through this whole thing. And, Give me all your big hearts. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, thank God. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought Cheney was out here. They, they end up just like, this ends up as just them running from the police, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. which was a totally unnecessary thing that didn't need to happen. And it, it it's this kind of thing that just didn't well, make Well, it sense wouldn't have they, had they not, you know... Come around a corner, flying, hanging out of a jeep, well, fucking right. firing at a goddamn but, sheriff's like, car. So we're about to get to the the impetus of this film, yes, which right. is they, in an effort to escape the police, they end up at a mall. Mm-hmm. Which let's is go to having, the mall. <laughs> it's having their Santa Today. like photo op day. Yeah, and uh, oh yeah, we Hogan, cut to all the elves and stuff, and they're like. Yeah. No, where the fuck's the grandma? I mean the Santa. <laughs> and so, yeah, Santa's missing, and we cut to uh, basically, or we end up with uh, Hogan and his crew is basically split. Yeah, they and they all run up. It turns into it turns into fucking Paul Blart. For yeah, a minute. Like, yeah. It really he's does. in the back of the mall trying to evade the sheriffs or the deputies, whatever the sheriff's department. And the popo, if you will. Yeah. So he puts on a Santa outfit the and, and walks, just walks through. And uh, Hinkley walks up to him and is like, "Oh, Santa!" Yeah. It's you. Well, it immediately runs into him after leaving that room. Yeah. Like you could have easily waited in there. In camo fatigues, <laughs> have you? So yeah, uh, uh, oh, Blake. Yeah. I had to. Hogan I couldn't have disguised himself as Santa, <laughs> but he still has his fatigues. Like they're he's not wearing them under the Santa outfit. He yeah, just he has them. No, they're like tucked they, inside the Santa outfit them, they to like rip them out of the Santa outfit in whole, and he just has them like as the belly. Oh, I don't remember that. Yes, yeah, so all yeah. I remember is his little they're shirt like, tail untucked, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, wait a minute, it was shoot he got him!" Out. Yeah, because he, he stuffed it up into the thing. But that's like his what it, the Santa belly was. Is somewhat was yeah. Uh, it's, it's the Santa belly. Plus, it's also smart if he just left the fatigues behind right, in the room where the Santa would change. They'd walk in and be like. It's him! Yeah. And then he's dumb anyway, if, and it gets pulled out, and then they go, It's him! Yeah. <laughs> like, there Regardless. could have been, like, a box or something he could have easily shoved oh, it sure. in or behind, like... They don't, there's there's a lot of thought. Writing. <laughs> right, right. And plot development. Yeah, writing, that was... What was the yeah. quote? Uh, uh... Uh, 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 with all the enthusiasm of someone going through the motions to pay off a debt. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, he ends up hiding in an air duct... Um, Die Hard. Hey, not an air duct, a trash chute. It's a trash chute, a la uh, Empire Strikes yes. Back. He's in a, in, uh-huh. a very, in a fairly small trash chute, holding on by his fingertips, which probably he can't By the way, yeah. whenever it cuts back up, Clint Howard is standing there, and this man's entire hands looking at are just hands. over, <laughs> yeah. just it's hanging so on, and he's sitting behind him like, 
where the fuck did he go? <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's him and another sheriff. Uh, to be fair, Clint Howard has the vision of like a well, not a hammerhead shark. They have excellent area of vision. I'll back. Well, they've uh, they've got those little nodules at either end of the like. It's he, like their nose, yeah. basically. He, he basically only has sixty degree vision horizontally, yeah. twenty degree vertically. It's a very yeah. small. Sc- he's, he might as well be a stormtrooper. Sharks, yeah, <laughs> sharks are weird. He's like a shark. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so fucking weird, and it's like it's so like obviously meant to be comedic, but it it almost feels like. Uh, Pandering down to the audience that you're We're gonna tell you right now. How dare you? I don't feel pandered down. (laughs) Not a single part of this movie that was written to be funny was actually funny. The parts we laughed at were not meant to be funny. No, we laughed at how ridiculously horrible it was and how they didn't make sense or how they could have been done better. I'm sorry. Um, Or, God, yeah, we'll get to it. So, um, he ends up just, he falls down the trash chute Gets knocked unconscious. Oh, yeah, because they throw a giant Santa down. (laughs) Yeah. They threw a, a, like, ceramic Santa down the trash chute Mm -hmm. for some god-awful reason. And it knocked him unconscious. So he gets clapped as shit. To Bob from that 70s show. Yeah. That's not a joke. (laughs) It's it's the same actor. It's Don Stark. Yeah, it's Don Stark. (laughs) It's another first name only credited and all the other stuff. Lenny. Uh, and he is the Squiggy elf. Squiggy could not be reached for um, comment. And at first, he just snatches Hogan's wallet and is like, there's like a couple hundred dollar bills in there. And he's yeah. like, I'm rich. And it's like, even in 96 money, two to three hundred dollars is not rich. Yeah. Don't worry. It's, no, it's don't worry. I've well got the inflation. Off. Yeah, like you're doing well. He's got enough money to like be that's happy a, about it now. That's a solid stimulus package right there. <laughs> <laughs> But Ow. rich is a rough. That's that's a the echo. <laughs> rich was a jump. Um, and then he had like he kept naming off all the credit cards that were in there. And I, it's ninety six, so I guess yeah, you got a bit of a you got you got a head start in using those credit cards uh-huh. before the company catch you. I'll give you that. Um, Except <laughs> where we run into a problem is well, he got the equivalent of five hundred and eighty dollars or so, Ooh, basically. Wow. That's about it. I oh, can finally yeah, pay so for that. Yeah, I, job. I figured so. Like we saw like a couple hundreds and like some fifties. So I did like three three fifty in ninety yeah, six. That, that would be the yeah. It's five hundred and eighty dollars today. Fair. So uh, he, he saw just slightly less than our next stimulus check and went. <laughs> Which, yeah, by the way, he thinks that Santa's just another drunkard at this right. point. He thinks he's yeah. just another drunkard. Despite Santa. Because he's obviously injury. seen yeah. the hit movie Bad Santa yeah. at this point. So then. When uh, the fuck did Bad Santa come out? After this. <laughs> it was significantly it's, after it's like, after it's like 2003, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So That's Hogan wakes up. Blake wakes I'm going to call him Hogan. Hogan yeah. wakes up and. The uh, Hulk. He. The uh, Hulkster. No banner. Yeah. yeah. No banner. Only Hulk. It's he, Ragnarok. He wakes up yeah. and he, he has amnesia. It's one of those movies. And uh, Lenny convinces him that he's Santa. He's got to help. You know, he's Santa. He's got to go up and do yeah. the gig. So he goes up and he goes to his throne. They call it a throne. Yes, yeah, literally. I don't love that idea. Because, well, he's the, a monarch. because the bored blonde girl with her phone out the entire time is like, 
Send him to the, his fucking throne. Put him on the throne. She Go. actually meant uh, the electric chair, but she... <laughs> yeah. That's why that we need to be later. clear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, and it's 96, so by phone I meant uh, PDA. <laughs> <laughs> they do have the full, like, What do public displays of affection things. have to do with it? <laughs> I mean, they have, like... They have a flip phone because they they, there was earlier one of the rich guys called like, him. Yeah, he had, had to pull it, like, the antenna yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, His polo so game was pretty My strong. mom still had one of those in the early 2000s. Because she was a teenager when I was born. <laughs> so she did have one of those, and I played Snake on that son of a bitch, and it was so much fun. Like yeah. Solid Snake? Wow, so, that must have been like terrible graphics. It was bad. He, he's <laughs> in the mall, he's thinking he's Santa, and we get all these shots of him talking to the kids. And while that's going on, we get introduced to Mr. Frost, who is the villain of the movie, if you couldn't tell by the fact that he's named Mr. Frost. And, and this, came around, this came out around the same time as, uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> right. Mr. Yeah. Chill out. Chill out. My wife is frozen. <laughs> and George Clooney's like, stop. Please. Look at my, Look at my bat nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. And he, uh, I didn't know if you were going to say it. No, of course I was going to say it. Wait, but there are so many memorable lines of Clooney Batman. <laughs> <laughs> so he has recruited, uh, and all the names aren't actually showing up in the cast list, which is bugging me a little bit on this, and I may have to pull up the IMDb. Uh, Ebner Frost has recruited Dr. Blight, who is like a traditional like MD doctor. Whoa, wait, are we getting into this debate right here? Because, you know... <laughs> What is and isn't a doctor? I know. Yeah, we'll argue about we'll argue about Joe Biden later. You know, if, uh, oh. if we need to elaborate, I didn't you realize that was a Joe Biden thing. I was making a joke. No, about Jill, Jill Biden. Oh, yeah. oh you, yeah. you didn't see the thing talking about that was the joke it? I was making because oh, apparently no. some butt oh, right it, wingers it, are saying, it, "Oh, she's not a real doctor," despite. Oh. Uh, uh, physicians actually taking the role doctor from the other types of doctors. Yeah, from PhDs. That's fine. That's cool. just ignore so history it's, like it's we have for the past. It's roughly equivalent to ever. the birther movement, the birth uh, Exceedingly similar. More was, sexist. Okay. Yeah, Less racist, more sexist. Yeah. It's I still an I would assume though. the same yeah. goals are behind yes, it. exceedingly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's Dr. Blight, Dr. Vile, who is, he's a chemist. He just, he just, <laughs> I think the correct uh, <laughs> terminology for it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you actually. I was he just spews methane uh, everywhere. Sure That's all it is. Uh, yeah. Drug it's dealer. Just methane. Everything he does is methane. Meth king. Meth empire. <laughs> uh, and then Heisenberg, doc- if you will. Doctor. Say Wild. my name. Doctor Vile. Doctor Watt oh, is. <laughs> Doctor Watt is a. Uh, I, I don't know what she's supposed to be an electric an electrician. I don't know. An electrical engineer. I mean, her name is Dr. Watt, and she has, like... She has a, tasers. She, that's she has it. a PCB yeah. strapped to the back of her hand, and yeah. somehow she's able to, like, explodingly shock people. Yes, she can, like, hold a rose and electrocute it, it's, that it so it's that it It's Shocker from Spider-Man. Yes. Sh- yeah. She's Shocker. Because yeah. they're all she's intimidating shocker. one of the local business owners yes. into giving up his property, just like how they're trying to do with the yeah. orphanage. That's yeah. the gimmick of this the, whole This thing. man's yes. hanging by his feet, and they're like... Because when you first see him, it's nothing. He's like, oh, you like the smell of methane? I'm a fucking freak. Uh, Like, he doesn't even really do anything to him. And she, like, makes a rose explode in his face. Yeah, and then uh, the other one is Dr. Flint. And he is a 
archaeologist? He belongs in a museum. He walks up to the guy who is hanging upside down and says, such a fine fossil, which I think is just a joke that it's an old man. Yeah. But then he does nothing except for use, like, a (laughs) drill instrument later on. That's actually what he did, is he replaced his bones (laughs) with (laughs) fossils. fossils. Yeah, he he mineralized it. That man can't produce blood anymore. (laughs) (laughs) His bone marrow's gone. The marrow's gone, yes. (laughs) Fuck. Jesus. It's, I I don't know, it's so weird, and, and they don't explain... Oh, very well what anything. these people are doing no, why no. this evil group of, of it's not explained until PhD near the holders. end at all yeah, like yeah. It, until they actually make their move but if you look like, it up on Wikipedia end. it's explained in like 10 seconds right <laughs> and, and there are literally like four sentences to explain the entire and, plot on yeah. Wikipedia and no it, it is one paragraph yeah like it, yeah yeah, 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 yeah I'll switch over it's one paragraph there is less to explain the plot than there is to explain the reception and the legacy right yes we, um, we, we could so honestly just read that paragraph and probably be done with yeah. the episode therefore right. if our <laughs> podcast feels too short uh, fuck you liberals <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we're kind of like gonna skip through a little bit because what ends up happening is Hogan convinces himself <clears throat> he's, he's Santa Hangs out with the kids a little bit, stops some punks from robbing right. a donation bin. And he doesn't yeah. do a good job as Santa. No. Lenny, really. while is trying to use his credit cards at an ATM, but can't access the thumbprint yeah. reader. Please scan in your thumbprint, which does not exist. Right. What the? Why now, is that? Just a pin number. A pin number existed in 1996. Yes, Longer than that. Like, yes. We're going to kind of skip because what ends up happening is Hogan thinking he's Santa with Lenny who's trying to like figure out a way Which, to get his money. I, I'm pretty sure that was Brenda Song's scene yeah. when she was Lenny, like yes, the, Lenny doing the, the guys most... were stealing the money and she's like Santa Yeah that, that I'm yeah. pretty sure that was her And too. he goes up yeah. and beats the shit out of them. Yeah. And then yeah. he says it doesn't pay to be naughty. Or it pays to be he says it pays, it pays to, to be, be nice. But he did nothing to prove that it, that pays it does to not be nice. pay to be naughty. All he proved or, was that it doesn't pay to be naughty. Yeah. Hogan goes back to the orphanage, and because he sees this, there's this mission to save the orphanage thing, and he's like, we have to help them. I'm Santa. I have mm-hmm. to help, because he's amnesiac, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he's he's slowly regaining yeah. stuff. And, and as once he, he gets goes, to the orphanage... Well, because whenever we get to that part later, and he looks at a picture of himself, yeah. and he's like, uh, yeah, they messed that one up. And it's, it's like he's regaining his stuff slowly. Yeah. So he goes, and we get... It's a pretty long period of time that he's hanging out at the orphanage. Mm. And it's... They stay overnight. Yeah, and and it's him hanging out at the orphanage. Uh, The kids end up finding out that he doesn't have the beard, and he gives Mm -hmm. a a, a decent explanation of Mrs. Claus thinks it's itchy... So I, I only I wear it for wear deliveries. It. Yeah. yeah, which is that's <laughs> it's, honestly it's that would have got me as a kid. That yeah. would have got me as that's a kid. Great. It's kind of like the Beetleborgs delivery guys, and they only wear their fancy boxers out on delivery. <laughs> no. Just and then they get pantsed. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they uh, uh, Lenny and uh, Squiggy. End up God damn it! Out. I was taking a drink and I wanted to say it before you said anything. <laughs> they end up hanging out there for quite a while, um, and then I don't know. The the evil scientists, it turns out, are trying to get the orphanage because there are, mm. according to the wiki, quote unquote, <laughs> magical crystals underneath it. Nowhere according to the in the film, movie. 
there is just something underneath the not orphanage they want. Even well, they because they I mean, we the, see the crystals, but they're not magic. I mean, they're so just the, the they're whole Hogan and the bad guys clash quite a few times yes. before we see this. So, he, so they come up, like, they're in an ice cream, ice cream truck. truck. Yeah. yeah, they're in an ice cream truck. And they're tearing down a confederate statue in front of this orphanage. We assume it's a confederate <laughs> no. statue. It's a statue. I don't know why. Right. They don't explain who it's to. Yeah. They don't explain if it's like the I would assume, assume it's like the founder or something. Given the story, yeah. I was about to say, I would assume it's the dude who like... It's old right. man Hillhurst. New headcanon. <laughs> it's old... Yeah, it's, but it's old man Hillhurst. That's never explained. So. Like that, It's just little things like that. Like, yeah. why are they tearing the statue down? Oh, we don't know. We literally don't know. They took an I, they took a, a Christmas tree down at the beginning of the film, mm-hmm. and that's what we saw. And so the the like staff and kids, and then Santa and Lenny uh, are like watching the tear the statue down. The head pops off because it's a cheap statue. Well, <laughs> the Lenny head pops off. That motherfucker yet. went. You don't see them because the the, the uh, no. They, I think that, they, the they help. Were, you don't see them until. The, oh, yeah, they're yeah. about to run into the uh, yes, helper yeah. guy that I don't employee yeah. I guess they don't make anything because clear they repaired it's, it seems it seems like he's in a not racially sensitive position but they don't talk about it yeah so uh, Hogan's Santa outfit had gotten ripped up and the staff of uh, the orphanage had said oh we'll get it fixed up for oh, yeah. you. And then so he goes with Lenny and gets the new suit. And while he's getting the new suit is when this whole statue thing happens. Yeah. And as no, the they didn't even meet him yet. That was their first meeting was them tearing down the statue. And he's like, oh, man, we got to get to the orphanage. And that's the first thing they come oh, in on. Because the very first time oh, they yeah. see him is Ryan's right. he is he's right. pulling the he's chain right. yes. that they use to yeah. tear down the statue. And yeah. it makes them stop he three goes, inches ah. in front of the guy they were yeah. about to hit. Yes. The... Uh, uh-huh. Garrett Morris, okay. uh, the guy from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yes. So he runs out to like stop the ice cream truck, and it stops like three inches in front of him, and he does like a whole ah because he thinks he's about to hit him. And then there's Hulk Hogan holding the chain. And he's like, "Yeah, brother, you can't fuck you." Break the chain. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so that's at the beginning yeah. of of when they meet, and then they go and they stay at the orphanage. Yeah, and that, that's whenever. Hulkster gets the yes. sleeveless uh, yeah, the, Santa the kid, suit. He doesn't <laughs> Presumably the kids. A little bit. Yeah, we he's, get, in he's in a, a Jedi robe most yeah, of the time. Yeah, they yeah. have dinner with he, he the kids. He straight up looks, he's General Kenobi for yeah. most of the movie. <laughs> they have dinner with the kids. They wake up, they have breakfast with the kids. That's where he has the whole why he doesn't have his beard conversation. And then the villains strike again and he goes out and he, for some reason, there is zero chill so well this in this time. movie. They really do try to keep the action at ten. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that's probably what made it get rated so low. Oh, for sure. <laughs> even if it had, you know, just been what it was, but like spared the action scenes a bit, it probably would have got a three out of a five instead of a two. And but it's the fact that it's constantly running at a 10, and I can guarantee you every critic who watched this was like, I was tired halfway through it. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I was. <laughs> we, we're all sitting there like, fucking, fucking episode. Yeah. Jesus. And, yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> fucking, uh, yeah, so then uh, Hogan, like, sits down again also, with Also, the there's kids. not a lot of relevant information, which if right. we skip sections of this... It's I because mean, it's why yeah. we we regenerate. There's just nothing not happens. A, a large right. portion of this because they were there was. It's just a, people talking. Yeah. 
Well, that's yeah, all they, it is. So they, but it's not little, even good little dialogue. highlights. They at some point they they <laughs> throw the statue <laughs> head through the thing and like yeah. have a Christmas card attached. And there's a boy there. Uh, he's been in other things, but I don't know the actor's name. Um, he's only years. played a kid as far as I've seen. Maybe a teenager at one point. But uh, yeah, he reads the note, thinks, okay, I'm a Batman the fuck out of these villains. Mm. Goes there, and then he gets stopped by the Hulkster, and then yeah, they he goes drop. To their hideout, yeah. which is like a mansion yeah. that has random like steam vents yeah. on yes. the pillars they, of the gates. It's, they're reminiscent of the weird methane guys things. It like, turns into a it. wannabe trick-or-treat. Yeah. For a yeah. And... Which is a much better movie. Right before that goes on, watch Ho- it, Hogan asks the Halloween. what's below, what's underneath the orphanage, and uh, they they name off a bunch of utility lines, like yeah. water, sewer, oh, everything else. Oh, you know, water, Big sewer, ugly rats. Like this this. And, the, and then one yeah. of the kids goes, oh, in the clubhouse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because there's fucking catacombs underneath this. Oh, goes, oh I guess it must be the catacombs. Orphanage. Oh, we forgot to mention the yeah. catacombs. So they, they go down there, and it's deep catacombs. They go down for a while. There's a, electric lights down Which, in the. Catacombs. By the way, electric lights, big steel door. It is 1940s at at the farthest back. Yeah, like, and she's like, "Oh, it's the catacombs." I'm like. And I wouldn't call them catacombs at this point so much as like utility tunnels that were dug yeah. by FDR's hand. Like, yeah. Like, fuck. And then the, they look like a, a speakeasy getaway tunnel. Yes. Exactly. And the uh, Harding is responsible for these <laughs> more than anyone else. Yeah. Like, the kids are like, we figured out the first three le- the first three numbers of the code. Uh, and then they name them, Which and then there are no numbers or anything on the dial. It's just they have there are marks all around it. I'm assuming about yeah. ten or nine. Hogan ends up like, he's like, oh, 6, 12, 24, yeah, whatever. Apparently, and then he, he just reads off idea. the next. I don't know if it he was meant to be the like numbers the anything. multiplication table. Because I think it was like 6, 12, 24. I think it was like duplicates. But they never. he never says what the next numbers are uh, or how many more numbers it took to complete the combination. Right, because he turns it a couple times. You, you'd think, yeah. like, okay, he turns it once. But it also it. makes a big kunk every time you hit the right number. Yeah, the tumblers aren't quiet. <laughs> right, and it's... Uh, so he opens it, and they walk in, and it's these big crystals, and they're glowing, and one of the... Mila Kunis. Honestly, a cool scene. Yeah, it's really cool. It's the best effect of the whole mm-hmm. film is this cavern. Mila Kunis's character. Oh, I read looks, about these in geology. Yeah. These are like echovalent uh, crystals that have superconductive properties. Yeah, and like yeah, they're basically like crystal batteries that occur in nature. Yeah. they're whatever, okay. They're whatever the fuck people who buy crystals and put them in pyramids and think they heal yeah. you. That it's that the whole concept. Do not respect. Sorry. Do not disrespect my culture, my heritage, <laughs> and my faith. Okay? Okay. Uh, we'll try. Uh, and, yeah, it's, it's that kind of stuff, and it just didn't make any sense. And the wiki and a couple other, the IMDb, too, both mention that these are magic crystals. Right. They never mention the word magic there is in the entire film. There is a scientific explanation for every single thing that happens. It's bullshit it's, science. Yeah, it's pseudoscience. But they but try to give it a sci-fi yeah. explanation. Mm-hmm. Sci-fi, that's what it yeah. is. It's a science fiction explanation. It is not a fantasy it's explanation. It's a fi-sci, fictional science. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> um, and one of... Uh, uh, so, freckled, big-eared kid yeah. grabs one of the crystals and then drops it, and mm-hmm. it explodes like a yeah. piece of nitroglycerin. It just blows yeah. up. And... Just immediately... Yeah. 
So, My heart medicine. <laughs> we end up going through, and uh, it turns out that the villains this whole time have been like buying up or consolidating properties in the city. Yeah, they've got to, this whole map of properties yeah, across. Essentially, the they want to get to narrow down where these fucking crystals are. Yeah, they want to get to the crystals. Um, it's never made perfectly clear why, because the wiki and everything else you read online will say because they're magical. But in the film, they're just explosive or yeah. maybe sources That's of energy. That's all it's yeah, It right? goes, there's an, electri- there's an electronic current running through these. Hold on. All right. So Don Stark plays Lenny, Stark, Tony Stark, arc reactor, magic crystals, crystals, energy. They're building arc reactors. <laughs> they're building Ultron. Oh, oh God, no. <laughs> Stop him. Someone stop Thor before he powers it up. Yeah. <laughs> I had a vision. <laughs> I'm aware of how destiny is gonna take its course, brother. Bro, brothers, bro, brothers, brother, brothers, brother, 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 brother. It turns out that Frost and everybody else wants to destroy the orphanage because he grew up in it and he's upset about it and he wants the energy source that's underneath it because he knew about the hideaway. I don't ever hear that in the what? film, but I plot keep reading stuff. it plot on this. Stuff. That makes plot zero stuff. sense, because why would they be going through buying up land trying it, to find this shit if he knew that was under the why. orphanage that he supposedly I, it, lived in? You guys should because watch this 90% movie, because I genuinely don't understand. Because 90% of this plot is deus ex machina. <laughs> it's just... It is. It makes I really don't... Sense. Yeah. It, it's just every time they need to get to the next plot point, someone comes in and goes, Wait! <laughs> screenwriter! The plot points over there, and then he goes, "Oh!" And then he writes everyone into that direction. Everything that happens leading up to him like becoming railroad a D and D campaign. <laughs> everything that happens that leading is. up to him thinking that he's Santa they're playing a giant D and D campaign, and then everything happens from him be- and need to go to thinking the next he's section. Santa to then him realizing he's not Santa and thinking, "Oh, I need to go back to the orphanage you because might, I learned my that's lesson." That's the thing. None you might think matters. we're skipping yeah. like giant sections. We are moving through sections, it's but I guarantee you, you are much. literally missing nothing. Yeah, You're we, missing we, nothing. We could go You're through every minute detail like we do on a Beetleborgs episode, but the only difference is on a Beetleborgs episode, there's it's content. fucking worth it. <laughs> there's content. It's, it's, yeah. There's, there's Good or bad, there's it's there. <laughs> literally nothing. And it like, takes there, a lot for us to say, as nothing. much as we enjoy the show, it takes a lot for us to say, an episode of Beetleborgs has more content. Gen- just it does. Anything. The worst good or bad. Good or bad. bad. Seen. Has the more Cyber content than this movie. episode. It does. Was a better episode than this entire film. Mm-hmm. And I don't quite understand the mechanisms that allowed this film to happen. Hulk Hogan is the mechanism that allowed this film to happen. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, I guess so. Let's and uh, but John Marlowski. Thanks yeah. a lot, dickhead. So it turns yeah. out that if we're listening, finish this. Yeah, fuck the, you. Piece of shit. the, the yeah, villains please. go through and they end up taking over. Uh, they oh, no. end up getting into the basement and into the catacombs, um, and they have a Hogan. And Frost have a lightsaber battle <laughs> with the crystals that it should implode so, on impact. It, it rivals Spaceballs in the stupid weirdness, but it, they don't do it in light of itself. It was so they bad. They should be exploding every time. They literally ripped they like three foot long thing. crystals out of the wall. They just don't and do anything. Whack each other with them. They 
they turn they into just big spark. pieces of fucking tempered glass. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like if if you were ever a dumbass kid and you had those fluorescent light tubes mm. and fought with them, it's like that. But instead of breaking and making all that gas and glass go everywhere, it's it's it just, just goes sparks. Doink. Yeah. Doink doink doink. Yeah. As soon as you said it, I started thinking about forty-year-old virgins. That's exactly yes. what I was thinking. Look at them just smashing yep. fucking fluorescence on each other. Dog Santa shit. defeats Frost. Yes, obviously. Right. So and like, then they all then leave. That's the thing. You would think it actually sounds like we missed a whole lot. Like they went down into the cave, and then we're like, oh, and then they get into this this like lightsaber fight thingy, and then we're gonna just immediately jump back out. No. You're That's not. What happens. The, the it, only it literally is what happens. It just jumps back out. We just leave. Yeah. The only thing we might have glanced right. over is whenever he did that once again. The Karate Kid fake. Uh, yeah. And, oh, and to, he, to the he, sumo yeah, guy. He stomps down because you think there's going to be a big fight because there's a white guy that's all uh, dressed like an Asian guy and um, Asian guy. I don't know. Um, a kung fu master. Sumo, of see, I think he was supposed. It was like sumo warrior was his like <laughs> his his credited name. It's well, fat bastard. It's yeah. just Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he stomps on one of the church pews and just fucking yes. clocks him and he's down and it's like, all right, yeah. cool, yeah. it's fine. I'm not gonna about lie. as anticlimactic yeah. as that was the right I am the not yeah. gonna lie though. It was pretty fucking funny. Yes. I thought it was pretty fucking funny. And I mean it was very predictable. Not for the right reasons, and dumb, though. but at the same time it was so predictable and dumb that when he did it, I was like, ah, At least he didn't throw a fucking plate. <laughs> True. That's true. Um, so yeah, and then uh, we like you pan out, and there's this weird electricity going all around the orphanage, and yeah, all the other villains have been like detained yeah, by the staff of Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. and the kids and the right, staff. Right, because he orphanage. enlisted his staff to. That's help. how. We, that's when he headed back there yeah. to take the staff there. Yeah. Every plot point makes me want to drill a little closer. <laughs> it's so. It's so point. weird and makes it's like no if sense. Richie Rich was like not written. It's like, like Richie Rich. I know. I know. It's like, <laughs> like it, I it's actually like, get that. Like I understand. Richie fuck. Rich. Blank check so and the Santa Claus had a kid, <laughs> and then that kid was given five dollars to write a movie. That kid has an anti-vax it's mom. So <laughs> in- Fuck! <laughs> it's so infuriating to watch because it's just like, all right, I can see where the plots maybe gonna know you're gonna go in the entire other direction for no reason with no explanation. Oh, and then it just. Oh, okay, cool. Well, you had a direction you could have gone that actually I probably would have been on board with, and the, or on board with, and then you just just yeah fucked it. And then <laughs> so the the orphanage like literally implodes. And mm-hmm. what I I didn't quite get this from the end of the movie, but maybe I just had lost my mind by then. Uh, Blake opens his mansion Potential. to the orphans as the yeah, new orphanage. Like, oh, I know oh, a yeah. place. <laughs> And I, I, I don't know you if you know guys caught you that can at the end of the movie. I, didn't, I literally parents. don't remember that show. happening at the end of the movie. <laughs> like, I don't remember what he said. Well, I, I don't remember how they reacted. Uh, None they of that playing, processed for me. He was playing Duck Duck Goose with a bunch <laughs> of them. And as soon as he was about to get his ass tagged, he was like, Oh, hold up, guys. It's time for something else. He is right. <laughs> That See, I, I, I just, like, blacked that part out of my brain. It's the only no, part I remember. I was going to say, Ryan's it's right. so weird. I remember I'm pretty too, sure that's what the crowd of fame either. Yeah, probably. That's it's so bad. fucking weird. It's gross. Um, so, this movie sucks. Yeah, it's a trouble. <laughs> watch Hobo with a shotgun instead. That's better. <laughs> I, I love Hobo with a shotgun. <laughs> it's like, 
so we picked this movie partially because it was it was in 90, 1996. We'd already watched the Christmas episode of Beetleborge, which was bad. Mm -hmm. um, it was terrible. But and it was like, better uh, than this. I like watching things uh, from back uh, at a time whenever I still had, uh, you know, proper brain chemistry. Yes, when you were two. Yep. Uh, and Good old days. Yep. I was um, three months old. <laughs> so, yeah. Ooh. Uh, we, we know we don't have any kind of rating system or anything like that. We've gone over all the trivia and stuff right. for this movie. Um, I'm not going to rate this fucking thing. No, fuck no. Eli Roth actually played one of the children. <laughs> I want to call it one of the... Dude, I wish. That'd be yeah. cool. Uh, <laughs> it would make him a better movie. His experience, his experience as working on this made him make Hostile. <laughs> he was like, man, it pans, I it wish pans. when I was watching this, they'd just nail my hands <laughs> to the fucking desk. Oh, God, they did so much uh, worse than that. Just, Drill my kneecaps in. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'd seen all those movies, but I'd forgotten about all the fucked up shit until you started, especially the second one. Hostile 2? Oh, isn't Hostel that where they bad. stick the dogs on the guy's junk? One more thing. No! Uh, because this is our Christmas episode, I have gifts for you guys. Oh, are we doing this? Oh, we are. Yeah, doing we'll this just do it on the episode. Right. Right. Uh, Ryan, the big oh, ones. Oh, for you. shit. Nick, the small, the small ones for you. Size <laughs> yeah, doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> size doesn't matter. Don't, don't uh, consider it's that. It's the motion of the ocean. <laughs> oh. I see soft things. <laughs> I'll let Ryan open his. First. Oh, my God. Is it? Is it the. Oh! <laughs> so it is a Wait. shirt with my very own artwork, which I am. Oh fuck! Are you serious? Thrilled oh, as shit! Oh fuck yeah! You know that's cool. The grandma. <laughs> I drew that. You know you have to wear that on every tender day from now on. Like, it's my own art. <laughs> Guess what I have tomorrow? Who drew that on your shirt? But me. <laughs> and I don't mean to downplay my beautiful artwork, but. Oh shit! The talking flabber doll that Gabe, not Gabe, uh, Rick himself has. Uh, now I think it needs new batteries, but it is brand new in the package. That's fucking. Get it to, I really don't know where the button is. I'll figure that out later. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm molesting his crotch <laughs> a lot for the viewers at home. Yeah. Oh, my God. oh his nose is really hard. I didn't expect that. Uh, I was hoping there'd be like a little show. It's like the old Woody dolls, isn't it? Isn't yeah, like, it's like exactly the, the, like the head that. and the hands oh, are wow. hard plastic, but the oh, rest is fluff. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. No, the face is hard. Yeah. We, it's a lot weird, harder. Than weird thing think. I didn't realize when I went trying to find one of these uh, that it came out in season two. Like all <laughs> all of the the flabber really? and yeah, filler stuff. That's that's yeah. Half their stuff oh yeah. So it's from like ninety seven. Yeah. This the the like monster from how to play with flabber. <laughs> yes, the the like you know you guys we've seen the monster the the Hillhurst monster playset that they have mm -hmm. that all came out in season two like for some reason all the Hill like I guess they just realized by season, season two, two that yeah. it could the monsters be a, is what they want a franchise yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's. That's fucking uh, sick. We'll have if you want to open right. it, we'll have to find out if uh, if it what kind of oh, batteries it takes. Oh, there's spoilers on the side of this. I assumed so. Uh oh. 
Here, okay, keep me I'll, away. Keep I'll, me away from no, it. I'll read it, but I'll censor the spoilers. <clears throat> Everybody thought the battle was over. Drew, Joe, and Roland, our young heroes with the power to transform into Beetleborgs, blasted the evil back to the comic book world. Oh, fuck. I already, <laughs> I already I got too into the voice and forgot to start censoring. <laughs> Everybody was wrong. Powers of the Beetleborgs were... Just read the, the damn thing. I'm going to forget it. It doesn't matter. The kids needed. <laughs> Just read the thing. New, oh, new, man. new, <laughs> and most of all, new Beetleborgs Metallics was born. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, oh, all right. Flaptastic, Cameron. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Merry Christmas, yeah, buddy. And a happy new year. I mean, we'll Nick, you're up. Oh. Yeah, his crotch is soft. Though, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I'm talking about Nicker Flyer. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck? Oh my. 2000s. Buzzfeed. What? <laughs> Trivia game. What? Oh shit. <laughs> so you think you know the 2000s, Cameron? <laughs> <laughs> is this is this a flex in disguise? <laughs> it may or may not be a challenge. <laughs> It's fucking on, bitch. <laughs> I feel like we should no, play that for a This is a 2000 trivia game. <laughs> shit. Oh! Oh, I got a t-shirt hey! too! Oh, shit! Hell yeah. Okay, so I got I got what I'm, what I'm assuming is one of our standard shirts. <laughs> yeah, our, but, new, our new logo. Fuck yeah. Oh, you got me a large. Oh, that's so thoughtful. Oh, yeah, I forgot to... <laughs> I was supposed to figure out what size shirt you wore. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of had to guess. No, it, it is I got orange. one. Yeah, I got one for Aaron too. I, I, I can I ask Hannah for him, but I had, to, I had to guess for everybody else, kind of. <laughs> I just dropped from XL because I just lost enough weight <laughs> to, get, to get into the nailed size. it. Yeah. Fuck oh, yeah, dude. All right. Yeah, I, fi I figured so we needed love to. Love you, uh, thank you. Also, your bitch ass is on. Yes, I know. <laughs> We will, we, will we will definitely have to, we'll have to have a 2000s trivia challenge. Your wife is also on. Oh, I know. It's all She's going to be better at it than I am. Well, because I'm assuming if I'm going to play it, I'm going to play it here. So. Oh, for sure. You know. That's part of the obligation. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, man. For sure. Yeah. You're welcome. Merry Christmas, guys. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in throughout 2020. It has been an interesting year. You yeah. can definitely use that description. Technically, it is our second year. Yeah, we started technically. In 2019. I, I know we uh, will probably have another episode before the actual year ends. That will like be a, a normal episode. And, yeah. So yeah. one thing I want to ask since it's the end of the year, um, I think each of us should say what our, our favorite thing to happen regarding the podcast was uh this year because i know we didn't have a lot of favorite our favorite thing in general year. like just throughout life that happened this year uh, yeah like one favorite thing to happen this year and one favorite thing is like in specifically with the podcast uh well i can only answer the podcast year. i don't have anything in my actual life well that's fair <laughs> i was about to say i'm like if your favorite thing happened this year associated with the podcast that's fine too <laughs> My favorite thing is uh, being able to come into my own as an artist and actually be able to, like, we sell things that I drew, and I'm flabbergasted by it. <laughs> like, I, it's blowing me away that it's in my hands in front of me, say, and it's like... No, it's making it a pretty big deal for me, too, the fact that, like, I'm now, I now own a shirt. <laughs> we own our own merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> 
I got myself a shirt too. It's now branded. It's now branded on something I'm a part of. Yeah, that is probably one of my biggest achievements. <laughs> I have a full-time job too. <laughs> part. Yeah, I I think my my favorite thing of this year was I think we really like came into our own as a podcast this year and yeah. partially because oh, yeah. we kind of this was kind of a thing that we could do. Yeah, I, I think we kind of came into our own. We've got it's merch that people enjoy and that is made in house. We've got a great editor. Sure, We've yeah. got a uh well, we've at least got a dad of a podcast network that fully right. supports us. Yeah. We and fight with some of our siblings, but that's normal. It's totally, it's a healthy argument okay with fight. It? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm doing it. And, and I'm watching every single second. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I don't know. I think uh, the interview with Gabe obviously was like kind of, a, I think, a milestone for oh, us. Yeah. It was a huge thing. It was like, I know, like, Ryan, you didn't get to make it for it, but it was right. like, Incredibly nerve-wracking for Yeah, for I did us. listen to it, and y'all sounded nervous as we fuck. We were nervous <laughs> as hell. And then when we did the interview with Rick... It I think was we, so loose. We did, a, we did <laughs> yeah. like, we were so much more comfortable because we just... Because Rick is so fucking cool. Yeah, and not Rick's to not so you, We love you, Rick. It's just, Gabe, you're kind of more of, like, an executive type to talk to, I could tell. And Rick was more, we like... still love you, though. A friend. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know why, and, and like, they both are, you know... We still like you, Gabe. Gabe and Rick yeah. both interact you're with social dude. media super often and ask us about stuff. Um... Gabe, I hope I can find the stuff on Mandarake that you're yeah. looking for, the little beetle, uh, right. beetle I have figures also, that I got. It's finally bled into my Instagram. It yeah, finally yeah. has. Whenever Gabe posts stuff, it, it gets put on mine, and I'm like, it's happened. Yeah, <laughs> he just had a photo shoot with uh, Jonathan Lipnicki recently yeah. that I was no not shit. expecting. Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I, group chat. I didn't That's think you saw it. If you guys don't follow yeah. Gabe Creates on Instagram, he's he's constantly doing awesome a lot of it is really cool photography mm -hmm. yeah he just um, took a picture of his badass house yeah it's it's <sighs> just a really great thing to watch and follow um yeah i think the interviews were a a big thing for us in general it got us exposure yeah. and a little more in-depth yeah. knowledge but I, I think it was I, just a really fun thing for us to get to do and i loved bringing back something that they Thought right. was like an obscure yeah. thing. Like, oh yeah, only some but college like, sonas from no, the 90s. No, it was totally. That. Yeah, it was totally. It totally felt like helping each other. Like right. Know, like I was like, I liked bringing back a thing that they did that was early into their careers, and I it they definitely helped us because they're still doing. Rick has worked on Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> right. I believe that's what we in the biz call a collab. Yeah. 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 And. Uh, Therefore, we have worked on Winter Soldier. <laughs> We're kind of a big deal. <laughs> By the transitive property. <laughs> Osmosis. <laughs> it was one of those things where like we were guy. talking to him and he Great. said, I'm going to send you guys some stuff of, of this dragon that I've got in storage. He was like, okay, mm. he's going to send a photo of a box of stuff uh -huh. he got somewhere in an attic no. or a garage. He and pulled he, that bitch out of storage, put that motherfucker back together, it up and, and sent us like photos together, videos, and, and photos sent us a video explaining it. it, and it was awesome. You could tell that Rick, he had I love you, a passion behind it, and that he like had held on to this for a reason and yeah. loved it. Because well, yeah, he had so said cool. that that was like one of his favorite, most yeah. memorable things to work on. Yeah, and I can yeah. totally see why after seeing it in action. Yeah, and it's passion it's, projects. Yeah, right. passion projects. Oh. You know the grandma. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool and and so fun to get to like bring that not just back to Gabe and Rick but then have people like the voice of Jara mm -hmm. and Flabber and all these people interacting We've got, yeah, and like Billy Forrester in um 
Tay Tay. Well, not Tay Tay, but Tay Tay. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Indirectly, shout out yeah. to Taylor again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Make good shit, dude. That's uh, fucking cool. But, yeah, but even, you know, we like all love it. Herbie Bays yeah. and all, all these people that, that helped bring this show to life, you know, kind of getting a, I don't know, like just that additional recognition, that additional recognition from um, uh, people like we can maybe help rediscover some of the early stuff that they did. And I think that's really cool. And that's a, a, a for a shit of a year yeah. that, that, that this has been. Right. Little I'm really glad like that, that we can help way. bring other people's like good work like back in the yeah. life yeah. it's good it and was good at the time for as much as we shit just on maybe it, it's not, not like as much it's not with yeah. passion it's not with love and it's not with whatever the best they could do at the time it's a like, it's a bit we're essentially yeah. a pre-recorded yeah. radio show right. <laughs> and, and you know getting it's to uh, to meet and interact with fans like it's good taylor stuff. and Fuck. alan and yeah. So many other people. Everyone who bought pins from us, like yeah. that's a crazy thing. I didn't think would happen. We'd sell out of pins in less than. To anyone hours. who bought our merchandise, so cool. I fucking love you. Yeah, <laughs> like that's I all. Love that's you. so awesome of you guys. Thank you guys so much for for making 2020 bearable for us and fun and enjoyable. And you guys got us out of bed a, a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Only reason. Yeah. I think 2021 is going to be a really fun year. I think we're going to have more interviews down the line. I think we're going to have some fun bonus content stuff coming up. We are going to, just a reminder. We're definitely going to do our best to overhaul this fucking yes. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Our uh, Patreon will be dead for the time being, but our exclusive content from there and that It'd stuff like that, that would have been on there will be on projectlouder.net. So be sure to check that out. Check out all the other fun shows, including... Go watch TJ shit. Yeah. And uh, then uh, once we kick it off the ground, go watch mine and TJ's and Brody's new show, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, that should be, I would assume, <laughs> tease or at least something project. along the line, lights, camera, exploitation, <laughs> uh, where me and TJ and our friend Brody uh, talk about exploitation movies and horror movies and just all the different movies that apply under the exploitation genre which is way wider than you would think by the way <laughs> uh, it's not just horror it's just it's fucking everywhere <laughs> I guessed too I guessed too whenever I first heard of the project you know what it's more than two <laughs> it's more than two also you'll get to uh, if if you pay attention to our social media if you watch that new podcast eventually you will get to see some sick ass uh, art by uh, one of the other members of this here podcast that I am sitting on. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to. You'll get to see some more some big old Ryan. Yeah, thank you guys so much for helping out. I have a grandpa from Norway making 2020 an awesome a year. Recipe to craft. <laughs> um, now, Griffin, as you're editing this. I want you to do me a little bit of a favor. Uh, throw in Mwah. your favorite thing. Love you, Griffin. Yeah, we'd love um, to hear it. Uh, general 2020 oh, and yeah. also uh, involving involving the, <laughs> the podcast um, or Beetleborgs or B-Fighter in general, something associated with that that yeah. you really enjoyed from this year that stood out to you. Make it your own, motherfucker. Uh, you yeah. are part of all of this. Yeah. You, I love you, you Griffin. Thanks, guys. As for this podcast, my favorite part was pitching the idea for a Beetle Bros YouTube channel back in April and hearing an astounding yes from everyone. My favorite part of 2020 might sound a bit odd, but it was when I was brave during a citywide lockdown. 
Last summer here in Seattle, we saw numerous protests and movements that turned into riots that forced the city to close off downtown. Businesses in the area were told to close their doors early and send their employees home immediately. I was one of those employees on multiple occasions. One day on my walk home, a protest that was disruptive to the public was happening right next to me. I was very afraid, but I kept on the path home. I worried that the protests were getting worse and that more of them would turn into riots. And then I remembered a TV series I love, Juco B-Fighter. It hit me. What would B-Fighter do during these times? Maybe I should protect this earth despite how scary it is. Now I don't have any superpowers and I'm not part of B-Fighter, but that's the most wholesome thought I've had in a long time. By being a good citizen and doing what you believe is right, you're doing your part. The members of B-Fighter, Takuya, Daisuku, and Mai always do what they know is right. That's who I want to be like, and I'm trying to be better and do the right thing. Also, I still have time for a good fart joke. Love you, you Griffin. I hope it was whenever I face after your face, but it probably isn't. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I hope everybody has a happy holiday season for what's left of it. Uh, happy Christmas. We will see happy you Ramadan. towards the end of the year happy and then in 2021. With you that, celebrate. I've been Cam. Birthmas. I've been Nick. And I've been mousing around. And we've been the Big, big Bad, bad Christmas Bros. Bro. We could have synchronized that.